Welcome to F the Diet podcast. I have the honor today to be here with Lydia Pian. And she's an incredible woman. I met her through her podcast, Leaders on the Rise. And she's just phenomenal. We bonded straight away. I couldn't resist to invite her. She is an entrepreneur of such a caliber that she started her career with 10 years old. <laughs> Who else is start at 10 years old? So welcome. And please share a little bit of how did you start with 10 years old to be an entrepreneur? <laughs> Thank you, Mariana, for having me on. Um, I mean, it's always just been in me. I mean, even when I was 10, it was so important to me to be able to help others. And I had this gift for, so this is how it usually starts for me with any kind of a new venture for me. When I get something done, I had got braids done in my hair. And then as a result, um, whenever I needed to touch them up or fix them, I would do it myself. And then every time I would do it myself, I was learning how to braid my own hair until eventually I was able to start doing my own hair when I was like about eight years old or something. So when I was eight years old, because I knew how to do my own hair, people would be like, oh my gosh, you can do hair? You should do mine. And I was eight years old, just kind of just doing people's hair. And when I was 10, I was always tall. So I was 10 years old looking like I was 15. (laughs) So I was always a pretty tall girl. So um, when I was 10 years old, I started doing people's hair in the church. You know, things sometimes just start in the church. So in the church community, I would just go to their homes right around the, in the neighborhood. So just walk to their house and just do their hair. And I would be making like $25 or something like that. It wasn't much. It was enough to buy candy and stuff like that, maybe. (laughs) But um, that's just how it started. And, And From there, I always just, I fell in love with hair and doing hair, making people feel good and feel beautiful. So that evolved into me one day, eventually going to cosmetology school and getting my license in cosmetology. Um, And then that's how that kind of happened. But I was always so, like you're saying, I was always so entrepreneurial and I just always had my hands in a lot of different things. So it wasn't just hair. Um, I'm also very administrative. So um, I was really good in terms of writing and reading. Oh, I loved to read when I was little. I used to get in trouble for reading. Could you imagine? No, I don't know how. Yes, because I read so much. My parents would be like, go outside and play. (laughs) (laughs) Go outside and play. They started hiding my books because I read so much. I'll go through like four or five books a day. Wow. Yes. Yes. It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. Um, so I always had like this mind for imagination and just kind of being creative, um, because I would read the books and it would take me somewhere else. So it's like, I didn't need to go outside. I was everywhere (laughs) in my mind, you know? So (laughs) also this giving nature that we can easily feel on you that, um, you love to make people feel good to make people evolve to help people we can feel it and it's such a soft and joyful way that that's what is outstanding for me is um when I think about you I I want to laugh of uh, like it's a playful and uh, 
something that you don't see every day on people when you think you want to laugh and you just think laughing. Uh, so that's really um, Lydia's energy. Uh, is that what she has here? Embraces giving and do something good. So that's absolutely lovely. Now you are into branding, but you also, uh, tell me your trademark, please, it's beautiful. Is the corporate socialite. Yes. (laughs) Tell me about. Okay. So the corporate socialite is my personal brand. Um, And the reason I created her, um, and I I talk about her like she's another person, but it's like another persona I created. Because that's what branding is, right? Branding is creating an identity, creating an image, et cetera. So the corporate socialite is the image and identity that I created that allowed me the freedom to be able to not only be that business professional, but also that creative person who gets to laugh and play and all of that stuff and have them live in the same place at one time, you know, because, because I was so, I grew up very, how do I say, very professional in the idea of what being professional was. So it was, I always imagined it being suit and tie and buttoned up and you had to be so serious and you didn't play games and you didn't smile or didn't do any of that stuff because you were business. It was, yeah. this is business. So when you're doing business, you just got to be, you have your business face, your business cards, your briefcase. And that's what I had aspired to, to be this businesswoman one day. So that kind of, I grew up trying to be this image of a business person so I became someone that people didn't really get to know because I was always so structured and everything so I I started to realize that people didn't although they respected my intelligence and my ability to do work and stuff they didn't hang out with me yes (laughs) (laughs) like people didn't want to hang out with me or they didn't want to open up to me because they figured I don't know if they thought I would judge them or what because I was just so professional yeah. So I didn't like that it, it it forced me into a space by myself where it kind of felt like I was being isolated because mm-hmm. I was so professional. Um, and even as I was getting older and I was still having that professional persona, people would be would joke and say, oh, Lydia always has her blazer on because I always had this one look, a black blazer with my heels. And it was always, I was always in black like because that's professional. Yeah. Right. But I didn't know how to turn it off. So I was always this professional person. And then even when I was with friends, I felt like I had to keep up my image so that people could take me seriously and not mess up my image and things like that. So it just became that I didn't know how to turn it off. So my friends just, I was the business person. I, I can relate with this in so many ways. I think sometimes people become adults, professional adults, and they lose the joy Yes. in life so it's um it's very impressive for me to to see you as joy now and know that your past uh, you felt the opposite yes so- and, that, and that's why I had to become the corporate socialite because and that's only very new because I think it was maybe what year 2000 2019 that I let myself finally come out and be myself <laughs> because in 2018 I launched Pierre Branding Group and now I was my own boss so it was kind of like, who's going to tell me what to do? But I still had to kind of break my own stereotype and, and change my mind. It took, it took a lot of work. I'm still working on it. And the corporate socialite was the persona I created, which allowed 
me to be that friendly, fun person and that business person in the same space. So now what, what the corporate socialite does is help other business professionals have fun while doing business. Oh, so, fantastic. Yes. That's so good. Because <laughs> I see myself when I enter in this um, zone of uh, I'm doing a work here uh, in the computer, structuring things. If I lose the joyful me and the playful me, I'm actually not productive as much as if I keep myself that joyful, that in the zone where I'm resourceful, I am present and I'm, I am me. In, in the other zone is very close to overwhelm. Is very close to feel busy but not productive. Yeah, and yeah. Feel, and I see this as well in exercise. For example, um, people usually exercise four reps and eight reps, four sets, and it, and this for me is so boring. It couldn't yes. be more boring. And when I start to get people to have joy, for example, just on my side, I had a hula hoopa here, which I do in the middle of the day. I hula hoopa here. I coach people hula hoop and enjoying and have joy. The results are just a consequence. Mm. You know, you were enjoying this life, this breath of life that was given to you. It's such a special thing. And all we have here is a certain time. Uh, work is uh, one of the majority of the ways that we spend our time. Yes. So more important than ever what you were saying to people to have joy, have fun, and then end up being present, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And I mean, you have to remember why you left corporate America in the first place to be an entrepreneur is because we didn't like that toxic environment where it was a nine to five and you're working for people or you felt like you couldn't have a day off, you couldn't relax, it was always stress, 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 stress. So why leave that space to start my own company and bring that same culture with me? So I, I always said like, I wanted to be more like overseas and that's really an American thing. I wanted to have my company more like overseas where you close in the middle of the day and take a nap. <laughs> I'm like, that sounds so great to be able to just be in a space where you're comfortable, you're, you, you feel you get to re-energize and you get to be able to be social and build community and family. That's what it's all about for me. Mm, that, that sounds like quality of life. Yes. And, and that sounds also something relatable to people. You can have one impact on the life of others because that's uh, that's really your purpose in life. And all of us, we have a purpose and we want to have an impact uh, on the life of others. Doesn't matter what we do it. But if we don't do it in this way that you are saying, we don't do it this. We, we put some persona and we're never going to achieve our highest level in a place there is no joy. There's right. no way. <laughs> Right. And I mean, again, and none of us are getting out of here alive. We might as well enjoy <laughs> here. None of us are getting out alive. So we might as well have fun all along the way. And we're always going to want more. We're always going to feel like we got to do more. Even when we get to whatever level we think we're going to be at, you're going to want more. That's what that's what being human is about. We're going to mm-hmm. always strive for more. Um, so you might as well enjoy the process and enjoy the journey. Like you're saying, even with working out, 
it should be a consequence is that you lose weight because you might as well enjoy the workout. So if it's dancing or just, just having fun and moving your body and then you happen to lose weight, that's all the more better, but you had fun doing it. Exactly. And break the paradigm that so many people have of, oh, I'm working. Oh, I want to escape. I want nothing to do with work. Yes. The way that you are saying is the balance. Uh, and you are working, you are impacting, but you're still enjoying. So you, even if you have to do something extra, let's say in a Saturday, you have to do something, you do it because you still enjoy. You're yes. not going to hate what you do it. Right, right. And that was actually the case this past Saturday. I had three events to go to, back to back to back. And I went because I, 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 the way I saw it is, what a blessing and privilege that people want me at their events. Like, like people were making sure, like, Lydia, are you coming? Make sure you're coming. We want to see you. And it's like, wow. Like, because <laughs> once upon a time, I was t- just telling you, people didn't invite me places. But now, I cannot see this. I yes. <laughs> they didn't invite me places. And now people, they'll make sure I'm coming and up to the point I get there and they're so happy I'm there. That's a blessing because they don't have to want you there. <laughs> That's a blessing. And I want to remind all our audience here that what Lydia is saying is, doesn't matter what is going on in your life today, you can change. And in a way that she changed so much that people cannot even see the past. Wow. So. Whatever you think is you today and you think people don't, uh, don't like you or people don't want to or you are lonely or this is a phase on your life and you can change. You are free to create a completely different life. And most of the things in life we can change if we do the actions. The others we can, we should not worry as well because we don't have control over. So you can change your life. It's going to take a time, maybe some knowledge involved, maybe some mentorship, but you can change. So take her story as something that uh, whatever you want to change, yes, is available to you. Because this life is for you. It's happening for you, people. So don't forget this. Yes, yes. Tell like me. you said, it's, it's happening for you, not to you. So every day you get to wake up and make, and make a decision to show up for yourself and have that relationship with yourself because that's, inevitable, that's what you're seeing. When people see me happy and they're seeing all of that stuff, the smiling, they're seeing that I finally have a great relationship with myself. And I don't know if you ever hear the term relationship goals, like people saying, oh, their goals, their goals. A lot of times people don't realize the relationship you have with yourself is a relationship that people aspire to or want. So when people see you, they're attracted to the relationship you have with yourself. And that's what brings them to you. And I'm just so happy that I was able to find me. (laughs) Wow. Yes. That's so, so important. And what you are saying is people have to see the depth of this. Because most of the time, uh, I will say that most of my clients, they come to me and they say, I'm not here just uh, to learn this with you. Is your energy is the way I if I come upset to a session, I come loving life at the end. So is is who you are, how you are living your life, 
is one of the most important things in your business. <laughs> yes, yes. And people are paying attention to that stuff. And like you were saying, when I first met you and we talked, and I know it was on the podcast, man, we connected instantly and you are just so vibrant <laughs> and so sweet. And even in our last conversation, you mentored me. And I just think that's amazing. And mentorship is so important. So coaches need coaches too. So being able to talk to you and being able to get that insight, I mean, it helped me in so many ways. You have no idea already, just that little bit of information. And like you're saying, you can change your life. You could change the direction of your life just with one simple conversation with someone. And if it just changes one little degree, you're on a whole different path. So thank you for just being honest with me and just being able to share that information with me and share your story with me, because that made a big difference in how I see a lot of things moving forward. Thank you so much as well. It's our honor to have impact on the life of others. And it's always both ways. And one thing that you just said, people just have to change one degree is what I think as well. For example, when people do diets, they think they have to change 360 degrees. And and that never works because we cannot change ourselves, everything in a day. It's just impossible. But what she said is you have to change one degree. And in the long run, you get where you want because one degree is enough for us to keep going and 360 days, we change completely. Now, I want everybody to think here, is that something that you're trying to change for more than one year in your life? I think most of us have. And so if this approach that you just mentioned, one degree, and you might change to three degrees, but one degree, we're going less than a year. So things can change, uh, but sometimes we want for tomorrow. And if we think in a long run, is always this approach that me and Lydia are sharing here. Mm-hmm. You gotta change, and it's not changing you. It's probably clear up something that yeah. doesn't belong to you, like Lydia did. Clear up this non-vulnerable person, super professional, but nobody can relate. Right. So tell me about, about branding. If Lydia teach me here about branding, she can change my life because I can change completely my life because people can see me in the way that I want people to see me. And then they can uh, enjoy the impact I can have in their lives. Right. So tell me about branding. And right. You have many books, you have everything. Tell me about one part of branding. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So branding is branding is what I call a buzzword. People throw that word out a lot. So people say I'm a brand. I have a brand. This is a brand. And all of it is right, but a lot of it can be very misleading. So when it comes to the idea of what a brand is, of course, a brand is the perception that people have of who you are and the experience that they have when they're around you and how they feel while having that experience. So it's not just your website. It's not just your color scheme. It's not just your business card. All those are part of it. Those are the visual aspects of your brand. That's how they recognize your brand, but it isn't the brand itself because those things can change, but the brand is still the same at the core, right? So a brand is a set of core values of what you believe in, um, the way that people feel, the way you treat them, the, the experience they have. It's the brand promise behind 
the brand. That's really, really what it's, it's about. So whatever your promise is, whether you're promising people that they're going to feel good when they work out or whether you promise them that they're going to, they're able to change their life by shifting just one degree, being able to enjoy that or whatever that experience they have during that is what's really important because that's what makes them feel. It's about what you feel, you know, at the end of the day. And a lot of people don't realize that. They don't realize that when they buy that Nike sneaker, they feel like an athlete, you know, or when they, when they go to that restaurant that they like, that they feel like they're in luxury, you know, and all of that, you know, and there's a reason for that because that those companies knew what they were doing when they were building that brand. They know what experience they wanted you to have. They want, they knew what they wanted you to feel every time you bought that Louis purse or you, those Louboutin shoes, they know what they wanted you to feel and look like when you did it. And also what others would see about you when you did it. So they, they went ahead and pre-sold the idea in your head and branded that idea into your head so that now it's just a matter of you just going out after that feeling. So you go and get the stuff, but you're going after the feeling. <laughs> Ooh, you're, you're not buying the stuff. You're buying the feeling. Ah, oh, wow. That's so good. Yes. So we buy in an emotional basis and we're trying to buy the feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to focus on branding. Wow. That's yes. so good. Yeah. And- so- and so that is that why people love so much stories and they learn through stories is that we pass a feeling mm-hmm. that probably is not does is not like pointing fingers if someone teach me something but they don't tell any story uh you basically pointing a finger to me and I might take or not right. but if you tell me a story I'm listening yeah it is yeah it's 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 about again that's where the feeling comes from you're able to relate to the person or you feel like because of the story and how it impacted their lives or how that product or that person behind the brand was able like if let's say michael jordan michael jordan is a brand right so it's about his story about how he his story is being an athlete and his success and all of that that's why people buy his products is because they want to be like mike that was the brand and that was the saying at the campaign when they had it once upon a time is be like Mike, you buy these sneakers, you'll be like Mike. <laughs> right. Um, and it's not, it's not exactly true, but you feel connected to him because you have his sneakers, you know? So you buy it because of the person behind it. You didn't buy it just cause you like a check mark. Yeah. Check mark. <laughs> it's like, so that's why it's not about the logo, but the, but the logo is what people see and they know, Oh, those are Jordan's but you're buying the feeling behind it. Same thing with, with red bottoms, these Louboutin red bottoms. You can see them have behind me. Yes. Red bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they hurt like heck. Okay, Mariana, those shoes hurt. They're the, the red has to be for devil. They hurt. Okay. But we wear them because it says something, you know, it says it's not comfortable. <laughs> it's not comfortable at all. At all. Mariana is at all. I don't know why we do it, but I do know why we do it. Cause when we wear it, it, it makes us look like that fashion statement. It makes you look like that celebrity. It says something about you because people recognize the red soul. Yeah. So that's the brand is that the image is the red soul means you have money, you have success and you have style and class and sophistication, even though your feet hurt. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. 
but you, you'll go through it in the misery of your feet so that you can be in the same ranks as all these celebrities who also wear Louboutins because yes. you connect to them because now you're one of them. Yes. You know, so it's, it's about that community feeling. It's about being part of something. It's about just being able to say something about who you are through these different products um, or different whatever it is the brand is whether it's food whether it's ambiance a feeling that it's just that's all it's about is what it gets to say about you wow and the other thing you say during this conversation is those things is uh, costumes I like to say like you yes. put a costume to go for a meeting you put a costume like my niece put and become frozen straight away yes. we put costumes and uh, to go to a waterfall, you're not going to put the same as uh, as you go for a meeting. Or right. if you meet with the queen, you're not going to put the same costumes. And that doesn't mean that it's changing who you are, but it, it means that you are wearing the things appropriate for this moment. It means you're, one, you're part of that community now. Yes, and also showing yourself and more as you know yourself in the way that Lydia is saying, like Lydia is saying, be yourself, have joy, because it's impossible to have joy without being yourself. That's why I'm again and again to be yourself. Joy is a very high emotion that is beyond a pleasure, a happiness that is almost connected with suffering. So a pleasure is something that we need and we need more. We need more because as soon as end, we have suffering. As soon as end, we have suffering again. So we need to be um, in this place which which is divine, is joy. More than uh, well said, joy is the place to be because then you're strong with yourself and then you can use different costumes your trademark and that persona and that persona because you know who you are. So nothing is fake. You know who you are. So yes. you can wear different clothes. Yes. And it's all you. You're still all the same person. It's just now you just have a range. You get to play. <laughs> now you just get to play more. So and that's and I love that you said that, Mariana, because that's what it was. And I didn't even know that's what it was. The fact I is when I realized who I was, I realized it didn't matter if I was wearing a suit or if I was hanging out or if I did have a drink in my hand, I was still Lydia. Yeah. So I, I used to think that if I didn't have the suit on, then people didn't know who I was. They wouldn't respect me because they didn't. But it's because I didn't let them know me because yeah. I didn't know me. So I didn't let them know me. I thought the suit defined me. So I had to have the suit on. But when you become who you are, you know who you are, you could wear whatever, you could be whatever. And people see it as confidence because now you're confident because that's what you're wearing yes. is your confidence now. So now you can wear whatever costume or outfit and now you get to be playful because now you're just, now you're a princess today, then you're a queen the next day and then you get to be a ballerina and, and it's all you. Yes. It's all yes. you. <laughs> that's beautiful how you put that. That's the freedom. And this freedom just come when you achieve, um, when you start your journey of self-love, of knowing who you are, uh, because it's a journey. Uh, I, I don't want to be misunderstood and thinking one day I wake up and I have the full self-love. That doesn't happen overnight. It's a journey and we feed every day. And with this, you start to reconnect with yourself and be yourself. 
and yes. bring the highest impact you can. And always, 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 we need mentors. Uh, everywhere I got until now and the new ventures I'm going from now forward, I'm getting mentor, mentors. Right now I have four mentors in each area of my life. Uh, pronunciation, I have one. I have one for uh, circles. I have one for business, one for marketing. So we need mentors. I can't stress enough how people should look for so please, people, if you are looking for someone to brand your business, have a look on Lydia. Mm -hmm. And could you give us some actionable tips for people to go straight away and they can implement their business? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like we said, branding is a, a, a way that we use to be able to get yourself branded into the mind of the, the potential customer or client, or person. You want them to think of you top of mind um, when they think of the brand that you're, or the solution that you're solving. So branding, what branding does, it helps you stay in the industry for a very long time, so it gives you staying power. So if you want to, your brand to thrive, you want to make sure you take maybe any one of these actions. Um, and like we talked about, the number one is create an emotional connection that enables you to relate with your audience. Like we just talked about that emotional connection is going to be what, just like falling in love with a person <laughs> is, is the emotional connection that keeps you there. Cause there's always going to be someone else. Somebody can date or look at, right. There's always gonna be somebody taller, richer, prettier, something, but it's the emotional connection that they get with you. That makes them want to be with you. It's no different than a, a, a branding or with a product. You want them to be emotionally connected to your product so that no matter how many other sneakers are out there or many how many other teachers or trainers are out there, you're the one they want to work with because of that connection that they have with you or the brand. Um, and a lot of people might wonder, how do you give that to a, a, a company or something like that? But you can. A company can have an emotional connection with people. And again, it's because of the story behind the brand. So you have to be willing to open up, just like I had to learn. I had to let myself out and let people see Lydia. And once they connected with me, then they were my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that emotional connection is, is very, very key when it comes to building your brand and helping it thrive. So that's one. Without cutting you too much, For I'm sure. going to put in the notes, Lydia, um, bio. Because it's incredible how she leads us through a journey. It's one of the best I ever read. It's a little bit longer than the others I read, but really leads you through a story. So that will exemplify what she just said. Let's go for number two. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, number two is evolve when changes are needed, but maintain the values and theme that made you strong. So that goes back to remembering who you are and what you stand for. So at the very core, if you know that you're about love, because that's my, my personal brand is about love and about joy and having fun, no matter what that is, you know, no matter what that looks like, no matter what I'm wearing, no matter, no matter what business we're in, that's the value is I want people to enjoy their life. So as long as that stays true and I stay true to that, then people will be able to know that they will keep getting the same thing every time. You know, they'll be able to know that no matter what changes on the outside, Lydia's values, my core values, and the theme will continue to stay the same. And that's important because in a world where everything's always changing, everything is, 
You just never know what you're going to get with people or even in just in the world in general. It's good to have something you could go back to and you just know you're going to get that same experience every time. And that's what keeps people coming back to my company as well as to myself. They know like if I hang out with Lydia, we're going to have a great time. They know it's just, it's going to (laughs) happen. We can feel it. That's great. Especially for something like branding that some people might feel overwhelmed with. So that's, that's incredible to pull out this. Wow. Yes, yes. And it's very important. And again, it goes back to putting yourself first. So, and that's one of the things that you want to make sure you do as well is you want to give your business a sense of self and consistently be on the lookout for ways to stand out. You want to be sure that when it comes to who you are and you know who you are, now you got to look for how do you make you stand out from everyone else? Because now you got to show the world that you're different. You're not like all the others. There's no other Lydia out there. There's no other Mariana out there, you know? So what it is about you that makes you stand out, you have to be able to constantly look for ways to do that. Because again, the world is always changing. There's always new things, new ways to promote yourself, different things like that. So you have to look for new ways to stand out. Like even us doing this podcast, this is a way for us to stand out, right? And even within doing the podcast, you want to make your podcast more emotionally connecting to people so that they feel like when they're listening, they're not just listening to a podcast, but it's a conversation between two people who are passionate and happy and joyful and they want in on it, you know, because that's what it's about. People see things happening and they want in on it. And that's what branding is. You're creating a image and a lifestyle and a persona that people want to be part of. They want to in on it. So you're not even selling to them. They're just like, oh, I want to be on that journey too. <laughs> what do I got to do to be, oh, I got to buy this. I got to read that. I got to sign up for this. Yes. I'm here for it. So invite people onto that journey. Um, and then the last one is it's easy to let people deter you from your goals, but you should be focusing on your journey and ignore the haters. Again, as you are building your brand and building your persona, whether it's personal or professional or it's your company or a product, there will be people who say yours is not good. Like, oh, I've tried, I've had better, I've done better. You're not for everyone. And that's okay. And that's okay. Again, it goes back to- Very good. We want to repel people that is not for us, isn't it? Because you know what they'll do? They will ruin your joy. And you cannot afford- (laughs) Mariana, I can't, I literally cannot afford to have people take my joy. Yes, I can't afford it because then I'll lose everything because my joy is the center, the very core value of my business and of everything I do. So if I let someone come and take my joy, then what does that look like for me? So I have to know who I am, protect that at all costs and just ignore the haters. And it's it's not easy, especially being someone who was a people pleaser, you know, and trying to overcome that. And I still am working on that. Um, so you, you do listen to the critics, you do hear, see the comments and things like that. And you wonder if you are who you say you are, you sometimes doubt yourself, but that's why you have to, you have to consistently work on it. It's not a degree that you get and you have it forever. (laughs) Yes. yes. So true because haters can, especially in the virtual world right now is a weak um, action that someone can do it to to put hate or something that you feel bad about yourself or your business and will happen if you are trying to do something bigger or better and you expose yourself, it will happen. So listen to advice of Lydia 
because uh, you cannot stop through fear of haters. Mm-mm. You need to protect yourself and know how to behave beforehand. Right. Yes. And, yes. And in this, this sense, a community is a major thing to have a community of people that are doing the same thing as us, as me and Lydia, we're going to do a summit and a masterclass. Yes. We, we're building this community of people that help each other to face whatever they are facing to bring their dreams alive. If you dream big, you are also going to expose yourself and mm. you need a group that will be able to catch you if you fall. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that, Mariana. You know, I love that you said that because a lot of people believe that, oh, it gets lonely at the top or that in order to be able to be successful, you have to just leave everyone and do it. No, you can't do this by yourself. We're not created to do this by ourselves. This life thing, this thing called life, we're not supposed to be doing it by ourselves. So it's important that you have a support system, a circle, a community that can help you. And you won't know it all. There's different levels. Like even if you knew everything at your level, once you get to that next level, because again, we're humans, we're going to keep growing and expanding. Once you get to that next level, you're a baby all over again. You know nothing. (laughs) Believe me, I went from being an entrepreneur by myself to now I have a team. And then it was like I started all over again. Money doesn't look the same. Time doesn't look the same. People don't talk this. It's a whole different world. It's a great experience, but it's just completely different. What I used to think was a lot of money is pennies now. <laughs> I, I understand what you are saying. Yeah. So as I moved into that next level, I had to find people who already on on that level to train me my mind, to help me reframe my mind and realize, Lydia, this is what it's like when you are in business. Mm. And I was like, oh man, I had no idea. I thought, I thought you just do good and you keep doing gooder. It's like, (laughs) no, you start over every time. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so many people that business owners, small business owners, um, let's say they think I do the business and people will come. Mm. No, they will not come. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, you know, I'm a very positive people, but you got to move forward things and you got to intentionally set your mark in this world. Yeah. So then people will come and they will come because of you. And then you grow to this next level. And then your brand has to have these values that people are chasing. Yes. And then come for this and you is these levels and it's fun it's, it's gotta be fun learning all over again it's humbling it's yeah. fun and it's because if you think you know everything you are stuck yeah you know preach, Mariana, preach preach <laughs> you preach. know growing time that i get people in a very high level i get uh, really normal people with a lot of issues back issues our, and whatever life gave to them in the lifetime they have uh, but when i get high level people and let's say they do uh, very well uh tennis and if they want to go one level up i might need to teach them how to dance because unless I teach them and they don't like it because they are bad in dancing and they are so good in tennis, but unless I unlock things that they never did, they cannot go to the next level. It's wow. something I, I got to look where is the weakness. They strength, probably they train every day they strength. They reach it there every day and is what they like to do it. 
Now I gotta bring what they don't like to do it. If it is something that they might don't have written, and now if I put them to be able to do a different thing, listening and feel ways, feel where we're going, now they become the next level. And then the next level, there is something else. And it's always, where is your weakness? Where is your qualities? We raise you in your qualities. We're going to raise you. But that's probably what we're doing. Where is your weakness? we got to dig there and bring you in the new thing. So is that what it is, the next level that you are saying, isn't it? That's amazing, Mariana. I would have never made that correlation. So you're saying, if I'm getting this right, you're saying that the way that you can help some people who are struggling in certain areas or to break through that next level because they're already the best at what they do, let's say. So they're kind of plateaued because it's like they can't break their mind to move past that next level. So you have them take on something that's completely outside of that as a challenge that they, and once they conquer that, they feel like, wow, I did that. I can, because it probably unlocks something in them that has, that's been holding them back. Yes. But because they didn't realize the core, that's amazing. And, and uh, that's good. And uh, usually yeah, I am full connected. I can find what I want in something that they still like. They probably not good at, but they still like somewhere they like. So they can do this action. Because yeah. if you find something that, that they really dislike, they're not going to pursue it. But if it's something that is still related, and you know, the world has 10 billions of opportunities in everything you think. For example, I used to give some rehabilitation for the joints to people. What I saw is people don't do it because they found boring. So what I discover is the hula hooper in another level do the same movements. So I teach them to hula hooper. And they are rehabilitating the body. And, you know, they don't even know they are rehabilitating the body, but they are. So that's the point is how can you bring what they really need in a way that they still enjoy, but they starting from zero because they are bad on that. Right. And that's amazing because now that you say that, I realize that's kind of what I do with making business fun again is by helping, helping my clients or my people that I take them by just even hanging out with them or taking them out and having them enjoy themselves, it helps them to relax and kind of let go of the mundane every day. Oh, I got to beat the pavement, beat this, do that, do that. So they get to relax and it kind of gets their creative juices back going because they had a moment to be themselves. Mm-hmm. They had a safe space to, to be themselves. They didn't have to be this high profile doctor, lawyer, CEO anymore. They got to be themselves mm-hmm. in an environment where they were safe to drink and have fun and just enjoy themselves and then it helped them to reset and recharge mm-hmm. so they could go back and be this person again yes, <laughs> yes. and better and yeah. better because now they are not tied on some box yeah they are what they are and with the brilliant ideas they have and even can flow more ideas isn't it yeah I, I usually try to teach people uh, one of the ways is through exercise to reach the flow state because once you reach my clients are usually uh, CEOs and high level business people and bringing them to the everyday life with the flow state is what they make more productive than ever in life 
where they have the great ideas, where they produce uh, in one day job, they do like uh, what they haven't done for 30 days. So you can train in different areas of the life, the same thing, because how we do one thing is how we do everything. Everything, Mariana. Oh, thank, that's amazing. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. And that's stuff that I could apply in my lifestyle coaching because I, I, I do lifestyle coaching with my high profile clients, my private clients. So that's one of those, I could take that as a takeaway. To okay. use with them. Yeah. So thank you for that. <laughs> See, <laughs> coaches need coaches. <laughs> We need uh, each other. You can't do this by yourself because you never know it all. Exactly. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna recap. I could do a talk the whole day here with Lydia, no. but I couldn't recap what she say. Branding is about emotional connect. If I say anything wrong, you correct me, please. Yes. It's a feeling. It's an emotional connection that you are having with your customer. So make sure that you know what you want to bond with people and you do this again and again and again. Intentionally, you bring this alive and then you find a way to stand out from other people. Yes. Be aware with haters. Don't fall into them. You know, they are in a miserable state. Don't join them in that level. Join them on their greatness. If they are in this level today, don't join them on there. Have compassion and uh, right. <laughs> don't, don't keep feed them. Raise above and go and keep bringing this feeling for people. Be intentional. Get a mentor. Get a community that can support you and have joy. Loads of joy in this life because yes. after all, we just have this time in life. Yes. And we gotta do the impact we gotta do in this life, the purpose we have with joy. Right, right. And none of us are getting out alive, so we might as well have fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we're not getting out of here alive. So have fun while you're here. <laughs> I leave you with that one. Um, please tell uh, our audience here how to find you. I'm gonna put in the notes, but give a little bit of uh, your flavor here. <laughs> Sure, sure. For my personal brand, you go to thecorporatesocialite.com and it'll give you everything about me. You can also go to lydiapierre.com and that'll give you a drop down landing page of all of my other websites and things of that nature. Um, for my company, you can go to pierrebrandinggroup.com and that's where you'll see information about the branding services that we provide through the company. But um, those are all places where you can find information about us um, and what we do. If you want to find information about me directly, go to thecorporatesocialite.com and we are launching a boot camp soon called Fun and Friendship Bootcamp. So it's going to be a six day um, kind of a program where we work with people closely, teaching them how to build confidence, how to hang out, how to have fun, how to just make new friends and all of that good stuff over the course of six days. Wow. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. Yes. Thank you. It's been a big honor to be here with you. You as well. Thank you so much. I'm so excited about all the great things that we have in our future. I'm excited about the relationship we're building and the friendship we're establishing and all the fun we're going to have. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm going to 